All right, I'm coming out hot with a total spoiler alert. Today's episode is with a total mama's boy. And I don't mean that like a juvenile stab on the playground weak link sort of thing. No, today you are going to get a good man who advocates for the full essence of girl power. And it started with his mom. And if you're on the rally against girl power thing and fighting for all things equal, don't worry, he's got you there too. He's all about encouragement, relationship, wholeness, guidance, and a good high five. Personal trainer and nutrition coach, Brett Tapano isn't concerned with what you can't do. Instead, he wants to know what you can do and will utilize that as the starting point for growth, strength, and ultimately healing towards the best version of yourself. From a young age, most of what you hear are the things you can't do. Is that why we inhibit ourselves as adults? Is that how the limiting beliefs begin? I can't do this or I can't do that. I'm sure that after today's episode, you'll gather grace for your ability to be the change within your own mind so that you can truly change the world. And that's not a lighthearted, girly job. We need trendsetters promoting the can-do attitude and ridding ourselves of the emotional lies that we can't. We are all in pursuit of something more. Wherever, whatever, or whoever your more is, I want to help you get there. Holy fully, authentically, and truly fit. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment. I learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's about the wholeness of our heart and the root of our joy. This isn't a fitness podcast. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy. This isn't confusing religious banter. This is a whole body health checkup, focusing on the heart. This is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shapers as we explore and share our messy comeback stories to wholeness. If you're one step away from achieving your idea of something more, tune in for practical, fun, and healthy ways to ignite yourself into even more. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamerlene Andress. There is no better time than now to get fit. We're so pumped to be here. Um, this is going to be a fun episode around everything mind, body, and soul. Uh, I'm excited to introduce you to my friend Brett, who is also my personal trainer. So you guys had an opportunity, episode 12, I believe, believe it was, to um, hear from Haley, who was my old trainer, who has now moved on to bigger and better places. Not really. She's just in a different area. But uh, Brett's here and has taken her spot in a huge way. Um, big shoes to fill. And I've been so grateful since you've come in. I remember the very first 5 a.m. morning and I was like, oh, he's louder than Haley at 5 a.m. <laughs> I try to come with a lot of energy. <laughs> you did. You absolutely did. I might have had a lot of caffeine that morning, too. <laughs> just to like come with it. Because you had to pack a punch because you're walking into a group of women. Yeah. And so I, w- I would love to explore that conversation in and of itself. But yeah. So I honestly, I don't know a lot about Brett other than that he's hardcore he knows what he's doing in the gym and he's also has a big soft soul uh, and I experienced that the first day too because when we were stretching afterwards you just you dove so deep so quick and I don't know if other people were like prepared for it or if they even take it to heart in the same way yeah. but when I go to the gym I, it's a spiritual experience for me just as, yeah. as much as it is a physical and mental 
So I appreciate that about you, and I'm excited to see where this conversation goes. I appreciate you for having me on. Thank you very much. Yeah, my pleasure. So yeah, so tell me first, why burn? And it's like a girls' Ooh. gym, right? So like, yeah. how did you come into that? So uh, I guess my experience was uh, I'm from Richmond, Virginia, and yeah. I, I've been in Richmond for the majority of my life, probably okay. uh, close to about 30 years. And I used to work for basically a, a group fitness place, very similar to One Life, okay. uh, called American Family Fitness. Oh, and yeah. it was here. a really, really cool place, really great atmosphere, but I was kind of like at a crossroads because I, there was only so much more that I could do. And I was really, really passionate about helping people. And I had become a personal trainer. I was still the, the group fitness coordinator. And when Burn kind of came along, I, I kind of saw maybe an opportunity and an avenue to really kind of take things in the direction that I wanted to go to. We're constantly talking about how fitness is evolving and fitness is going in different places. And with my experience and, and my background, I really wanted to kind of explore my own freedom and mm-hmm. how I trained my clients and how I delivered fitness as a product to my clients. Sometimes I feel, you know, especially with the rise in CrossFit and the rise in all these, you know, quick, uh, effective, but challenging workouts, you know, all we're doing is we're beating up the body, we're beating up the body. Yeah. So what could I do to make fitness fun? What can I do to make fitness involving? Um, I think Devin Klein came up with a colossal idea that really tied in um, not just functional fitness in 45 minutes so it's quick, but he also tied in the fact that, you know, moms in particular sometimes can't make time for themselves. Yeah. And uh, I don't mean to downplay anyone else's role in the family, but typically what I find is is moms can be kind of the center of the family, spiritually, emotionally, and more importantly, just culturally. So, you know, kids learn via osmosis from us. We pass on their traits to them. So when we can um, make ourselves a priority and really kind of make our, our health our, and our, you know, our, our mental health, our emotional health, our, our spiritual health, uh, our, our physical health being, you know, promised to what we do at burn. When we can make that a priority, people tend to gravitate towards that. Yeah. People learn from that. Yeah. So when I left American family fitness, it was more about what could I do to help people all around. Really, I got into fitness because of my mom. Okay. I watched my mom in particular. Um, this was was kind of I was drawn to burn about. Yeah. I, I was a soccer player, and okay. my brother was a soccer player, and my sister did chorus, and you know we constantly had a busy, busy schedule. Yeah. And I watched a little bit of my mom just kind of sacrifice her health and her the things that she wanted to do, the things that she was working to do. I, I watched her sacrifice that, and I watched her health kind of go down a little bit. Wow. So in a way, me going to burn was also kind of me giving back and saying thank you for all these things that we've accomplished over the years. Thank wow. you, Mom. Oh, and she was, actually, she, she was actually my first client. <laughs> That's so cool. And she's actually right now in uh, – she still lives in Richmond with okay. my dad and yeah. uh, my brother and my sister. Uh, and they are actually at Burn Boot Camp Chester with Coach Eric. Nice. And okay, cool. They're, they're great. So um, Eric's a great trainer. So I could not be more happier That's for them. That's really cool. What but, a cool like testament. Like People always like, what's your why? And to have that as yeah. a part of your why. And I know it's probably more – you know, it goes into your own experience as well. Mm-hmm. But to have that as your first example of, of osmosis, that concept mm-hmm. of – okay, this is where I see and where she's going with it, and now I want to make a change for the better and also allow her the opportunity to make a change, especially with her as your first client. Yeah. Mom, let's do this. Like, yeah. It's time for you. I want to give back to you. 
And I want to say real quick that she has lost 70 pounds. What? And she is doing amazing. So That's shout out to you, Carrollton Panda. You're doing awesome out there. That's so cool. Is she on like the burn wall? Is she does she, she is not on the burn wall she yet. And I be. hope that she gets on the burn wall because she's done an amazing job. That's so but awesome. um, Chester just opened. They've been yep. open uh, for almost three months now. Okay. So I'm very hopeful that she's going to do yes. her transformation story for Chester coming up here pretty soon. That's really amazing. What And how old is she? We're not going to... Th- well, we're going to ask. Oh, I you are putting me know. on the spot right it's now. It's okay. Is she in, she's in her 50s or 60s? 60s? Okay. No I, 60s. Okay. She's barely 60, and I just think that that's really rad. She like, doesn't look any older than 49. Okay, of course not. I would not expect anything else. You've got a baby face, face so it's got to come from somewhere. 62, 63? Maybe? Okay. I, I mean, really. <laughs> are you just oh. like, shoot, I'm sorry, Mom. Oh, we I'm love be, you. I love you, Mom. Sorry about this. <laughs> no, I think that it's awesome because I um, a lot of my why comes alongside my mom as well, and living life with her, and she was the same way she yeah. gave up everything for us to pursue our our experiences of wholeness and one of mine was gymnastics and so that's where my background comes from in fitness and um you know the the muscle memory really is yeah. the main thing that I've taken from it other than back pains and things like that all the ailments that come alongside yeah, yeah, but yeah. the muscle memory is amazing and um she 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 did she sacrificed that for us but mm-hmm. to know now and Forever. I mean, she's been a really good example of also health and wellness. What from what she fed us to um, her own exploration of like marathons and half marathons. Yeah. And she was. She's always put her health. She's also a burn sister, so that's cool. That's now. awesome. Um, I don't know if you've had the chance to meet her. I don't know how frequent she's been coming. Mom, we're shouting you out too. Would so, love to meet Brenda, you if you haven't already. Brett, Brett, meet Brenda. Um, but yeah, she's she's incredible, and um, at the same time, she's you know in her mid fifties, mm-hmm. and so many of my listeners and so many of my friends are in that bracket, and they struggle because they have done this, and they've but generally, unlike my mom, put it completely to the side. Yeah. And so now their kids are out of the nest. They're seeing they're going through this transformation of hormones, which yeah. you don't know about, but you know about enough yeah. because you talk to women all the time. Like, I can't lose it. I can't do it. So how do you confront people around that of like the I can't mentality and like shed light on on getting past that? You did it with your mom. So, well, so, you know, realistically, I think we've kind of really prioritize fitness as being one of the bigger changes to our life that we need to make. But one of the things that I've really kind of noticed as I've become more of a nutrition coach and picked up some different nutrition um, certifications that we really tend to skip a little bit on the nutrition side of things. Like we, we think that working out is the end all be all to to how we're going to see results. But I I think one of the things that I kind of harp on a little bit is is in the gym, we train our bodies, but outside of the gym, that's when we have to fuel our bodies. And I think what you've really noticed over the last, gee, 30, 40 years, and you look at our grandparents, our grandparents ate a lot of foods, whole foods that that came from the ground, came from the sea, and there were less chemicals being put into all that stuff. And now you have, you know, several different flavors of Pepsi. You have, like, different colored, like, potato chips, and you're loading... You're loading all these 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 foods and 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 changing them into food products, and you know th- there has been a, a huge rise in a lot of disease and a lot of illness. And I, you know, there's no one smoking gun, but I think if you could correlate everything back together, it's got to go to nutrition. So you know, I think what people tend to overemphasize is the fitness side of things. Yeah. You know, we, we tend to emphasize being as active as you can, you know, whether it's with burn, whether it's yoga, whether it's out cycling, whether it's just going for a walk, yeah. you know, we have to 
make time for yourself yeah. and, and we have to make ourselves a priority, uh, whether that's 30 minutes a day, 45 minutes a day. Um, but when people are kind of confronted with the, I can't do it. Well, it's what can you do? Yeah. You know, and I don't ever like to like harp on price. I don't like to ever say like, well, you have to value this more than this, but it comes down to, you know, what is your emotional why? And what is the thing that's really driving you? Yeah. Because if, if you have a deep seated, want a deep-seated desire to change like you will find the ability to change somewhere and maybe it's not that you go zero to 100 maybe it's maybe you're not working out five days a week but could you work out one could you work out two three and maybe you build from there absolutely i have a client right now and one of her uh, her accountability goals for commit to fit commit to fit is coming up. We'd love to have yeah, you guys by the way. We'll tell about more September third. Um, awesome. One of the biggest goals she has for herself is just to make time for herself to to be in the gym five days a week. And I said, you know, starting off, I'm like, is that really feasible? Is that realistic? Right. You know, maybe we start off at three to four. Let's see how we do with that. Right. Because if you start out and you try to go five days a week, you know, you got to listen to your body first and foremost. Yeah. But you may find out that five days right now is not realistic. Right. And you might feel really, really defeated by not being able to hit all five days. Totally. So let's start at three. Let's start at four. Let's build up that consistency, yeah. build up that efficiency, and let's get to five down the road. But yeah. right now, let's listen to our body and let's get there. I so it's such good, wise information because so yeah. often we, and you know, it's such a game of comparison in the I can, I can't yeah. situation. And especially when it comes to fitness and like, I can't maintain their, that body type or yeah. I can't maintain that nutrition cycle or I can't maintain. And so that's why all these like fast action opportunities are brought to the surface. It's yeah. everywhere on everything marketing. And you're like, okay. It's not about what's going to get you to the bride dress. It's mm-hmm. not about what's going to get you to the bikini. It's what's going to get you the longevity of yeah. that health factor. And so I really love what you're saying about like it's not what you can't do. It's what can you do right now. Well, I think people for the most part like we've really come to understand that that time is a precious resource mm-hmm. and we're never going to get that time back. So one of the things that we're constantly exploring is how can I best utilize my time? And as companies and ideas and, and, and people of influence are growing, their ideas are going into quicker fixes, yeah. um, things that will work for you. They're guaranteed to work if you do this for a certain amount of time. And uh, that approach can work, but that approach may not be sustainable long term. Yeah, exactly. I do think like one of the big rises that we've had is like the, the ketogenic diet, yep. intermittent fasting. Yeah. Um, I, I do think all that stuff works. I think yeah. paleo works. I think CrossFit works. Mm-hmm. But it's it's being able to sustain that, being able to uh, be consistent with the practice and doing all these things, and it may not be the right choice for everyone. Yeah. But we have people of influence out there who who maybe are doing this and they're seeing results and they're speaking about it and then everyone starts to think that I can do this. Right. And maybe you can, yeah. but maybe it's not the right opportunity for you. Maybe it's yeah. not the right choice for you going forward. Totally. I have a funny story about intermittent fasting. So okay. a couple weeks ago, I'm driving and my grandpa calls me, which yeah. is not very often. Okay. And when he does call, he and even when he writes, he's a man of few words. They're just like really strong. Like yeah. throws the hammer. He's, he's yeah. good with his words. So he's like, Tamara, I have a question for you. I'm like, yeah, what's up, Grandpa? Just turned 90, by the way, a couple months ago. Congratulations, Tam. Yeah, Happy birthday. amazing. And he says, so I think I'm going to try this intermittent fasting thing. And I'm like, trying so hard not to bust out laughing. Okay. And I'm like, really? 
really? Like, what inspired you to do that? Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, I have some heart issues. My body is, like, not treating me very well. and mm-hmm. definitely need to lose some weight. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be working for you and other people. And mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, Grandpa. So he's like, so what is the trip? Because I am starving by 10 a.m. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, how much water are you drinking? He's yeah. like, well, I don't know. I'm like, well, that's probably your first problem. Because yeah. if you don't know how much water you're drinking, then you're limiting yourself in the component of hydration, yeah. which is the first thing above all things, yeah. is if you can start drinking water, you 99, 99% of the time when you're hungry, you're not hungry, you're dehydrated. Yeah. So fuel yourself with water first. So oh, I'm absolutely. like, you're, and I told him how much water, and I thought he would drop the phone. I'm like, Grandpa, are you there? And he's like, calculating is what he was doing. And he's like, I'm going to be peeing all day yeah well and i'm like well it's true it's true that is true but you don't leave your apartment so you're i think it'll be okay like i think that that's an okay thing and he's like oh and you know all the curse words coming out yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's just like all right i'll call you back in a couple weeks and like hangs up the phone i get a letter or an email a couple weeks later and he's like yeah my doctor said it wasn't the best idea for a man of my age probably not <laughs> and I'm like grandpa you can choose ideas around it that will help you Mm-hmm. But it's not right for everyone. That's and absolutely right. Please don't kill yourself at 90 because you try some crazy quick fix to your health when yeah. you've been doing not too bad. You've made it to 90. We can do some things and make it better. You could totally drink more water. But I was dying. I was like chuckling the whole time. I'm like, my grandpa just called me for intermittent fasting I results. I <laughs> love that. I, that's the thing, too. Like, I mean, I, I love that aspect because. Yeah. Like, not only because, I mean, I hate to say this, but, like, yeah. people, as we get older, like, we get very, very uh, set in stone in terms of, like, what's working for us, what's not working for us. And um, to have someone, I guess, uh, that experience uh, is, is, is not... Uh, being accepting for new ideas is an awesome thing. That's so true. I never thought of it from that perspective. Being, being accepting of new ideas yeah. at age 90 is a really right? great thing. That's awesome. Maybe not the best thing, but it, it was a really great thing. <laughs> and then likewise, like the literally counterpoint is my mom's mom who didn't set that example. She yeah. just turned 87, uh-huh. like two weeks later. And I'm at breakfast with her and I'm like, Nana, like if you could do anything for your birthday, like what would you do? And like right now, she's like, I would have dessert. And it's 9 a.m. And I'm like, We're, well, gosh darn it, you're getting dessert. Absolutely. It's your 87th birthday. That woman would eat sweets. Well, she does. I think behind closed doors. She eats sweets all day long. I believe it. And she would never give them up. So there is definitely the mindset. And she's like, well, I made it this far. I don't need to change my diet now. Y'all don't know what you're talking about. Well, so any time that I went over to my grandparents, both sets of, of my grandparents, we always had cookies made for us. Yeah. Like, like as soon as yeah. we got in, like there were cookies and we knew right to go for them. Yeah. And then both my grandparents were Italian, so they made really oh, good yum. cookies. Like, and you know, we didn't have just one or two, it was more like yeah, five or six. So, course. we were always like spoiled a little bit. So, sweet treats, yeah. And we, we had a great time whenever we went to grandma and grandpa's. It's, I mean, that's what they're there for. I think my, my kids are no different when they walk into my parent my, my parents' house and they yeah. are health conscious. So, it's hilarious that they go right for the cupboard. I'm like, no, fridge, go for the fridge. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's absolutely. Happening. And then my daughter opens the fridge and she sees noodles and she's like, can I have the white pasta? I'm like, come on with the white pasta. You're killing me. You know, there's one thing that I, I don't think that we'll ever give up. And, you know, we, we are Italian, yeah. so we have big Italian meals. And okay. my, my mom can't do this anymore, bless okay. her soul. Oh. Um, but, you know, like, one of the, like anytime that we have, like, family holidays, it's always, like, 
pasta. It's like yeah. rigatoni. It's like a big thing of a, like a pound or two. But it's so good. And my mom makes this delicious, delicious, delicious. Uh, rem, hold on. It's almost like a pomodoro sauce. Okay. But it's okay. got it's got some like heat to it. Oh, yeah. Um so like and she seasons it with meat, so like it's delicious <laughs> to die for. So I mean, no matter like how health conscious like I tend to be, yeah. I'm just like, okay, we can anyway. we can set this aside for a yeah. little bit. We got it. And that's the biggest thing is balance, right? And that Absolutely. comes in all points of our life. If I intermittent fast five days a week. If I want to go out to brunch, yeah. I'm going to go out to brunch. Yeah. If I want to have breakfast one day because my kids want me to go to Dunkin' Donuts, I'm going to splurge and I'm going to have a donut. Absolutely. And it's just a matter of like being okay with it and not having like that hard fixed goal that you can't deter from sometimes. Yeah. And knowing that you're going to stay consistent enough yeah. that those five days going to the gym is okay that you're off. I'm I'm I shoot for three or four. That's my personal. Goal. Yeah, I shoot for about four, maybe five sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I think you know that that's the thing that that most people kind of miss is you know rid, rigid discipline mm-hmm. can sometimes be a really great thing for people sure. if they need it. Sure. But you're missing out on a lot of different experiences in life when you're not being allowed to have certain yes. things. You're missing out on not just different food experiences, but also cultural influences. Absolutely. Um, and that's sometimes, you know, one of the things when I'm talking to clients is, you know, you can certainly do this and you, you can certainly cut this out. But, I mean, how are you going to feel when, you know, you're out with your family and you can't have this? Yeah. You know, so is it going to work for you long term? Right. We like to think maybe there's an 80-20 rule, right? Yep. Where we're, about yep. we're doing our very best to maybe work within our means or, you know, live within uh, a certain idea for 80% of the time, but also allowing ourselves to maybe splurge 20% of the time. Yeah. And I think we're constantly like fighting this battle of, of trying to get within those means. And it, it's not as close to 80 for a lot of us. And yeah. that's, I think, sometimes the bigger struggle is understanding totally. that. Totally. It's that give and take, that sacrifice and that reward kind of aspect. I love it. So tell me from a, like a personal standpoint, you tell me from like the, the drive from your mom, yeah. where's that personal drive for you? And being in a gym with predominantly women, like what does that look like in your own pursuit of fitness and health? Are you, do you work out solely at burn? Oh, you- uh, no. So okay. I actually have a uh, gym membership to One Life. I- okay. I'm going to be 100% honest. Yeah. I hate cardio. Okay. I uh, So I have been a, a soccer player for most of my life, yeah. and I've got terrible ankle issues. Yeah. Uh, lots of scar tissue. Um, I've never broken a bone, uh, knock yep. on wood, but I've had like lots of sprains and lots of strains through my hamstring, through my ankle. So running for me is not particularly enjoyable. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, I should point this out that my mom uh, got me to sign up for a uh, half marathon coming up in March. No. So we are going to walk that thing. Okay, okay. Um, I'm not going to run it. I mean, we're going to walk it very, very fast. So there's that. But um, I am, I've always really enjoyed weightlifting for me. And, you know, actually coming to Burn, Burn was a, a big, different way to lift weights. Yeah. And, you know, coming from a group background, like, I really enjoy cycling. Um, So, like, Cycle Bar is a really awesome thing. Um, I I have taught cycling before. I I love yoga. Yeah. Yoga is, the mind-body function for yoga is super important. It's not something that we do enough of, I think, sometimes. Um, But, like, within my own goals, it's not necessarily, I don't have, like, a weight goal. I don't have necessarily a body fat goal. And I probably probably need to <laughs> sure. look at that for a little bit. But like my goal has always just been functional strength. You yeah. know, I, I used to, I was in this mindset, I guess, growing up that I had to be bigger and stronger. Yeah. Right. And I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to form. I had no idea what I was doing in the gym. Yeah. 
And, I, you know, I started really having some issues with my shoulder. I had yeah. some issues with my elbow. I had some issues, you know, with my knees and my ankle. Yeah. And now for me, as I've really gotten over 30, it's, it's less about lifting heavy weights. It's more just about being functional. Yeah, absolutely. Can I move without pain? Can I still do the things that I want to do? Can I do them to a higher degree of efficiency? Yeah. And that's, that's I think, where, you know, for me, like, it's, it's not necessarily like I, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and decide, hey, I, I really want to go run three miles. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, you know, I might wake up and I'm like, you know, I feel like doing deadlifts today. Yeah. Or I might, you know, I feel like doing like arms and some core tomorrow. Sure. So I just kind of go where the wind takes me at this yeah. point. That's awesome. I mean, it, that is, like allows that freedom component so much to know that there's not that rigidity in what you're doing, but also. Have yeah. I've, uh, I've, I've gone through programs before where, yeah. you know, I've had very set, uh, set, set weights, uh, set recovery time and this and that. And, and honestly, it's for me, like I've gone through all that stuff and it's yeah. just not enjoyable to me yeah. anymore. Being creative and kind of coming up with things on the fly and saying, you know, I'm feeling this today. Yeah. We're going to do this. That, that just works for me. And that, that may not work for everybody. Right. But for me, kind of having that loose kind of interpretation of, okay, well, I, I am going to be active today. I am going to hit all my circles today. Yeah. Um, I got my Apple Watch. I got <laughs> to hit all my circles. Um, but it. going out and just being, like, active and, and just kind of going with where I'm feeling that. Yeah. That, that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah, it reminds me of something. Um, even speaking of the 80-20 thing, so I have a 5-20 rule. Okay. And so it's the five buckets of 20%, which lead to your 100% of wholeness. Yeah. So I, mine are faith, family, food, and fitness count for one of my 20. Okay. Um, finances, because okay. that kind of drives a lot of things. Yeah, and, absolutely. And fun. Yeah. And so I, I have this belief system that if you can touch all of those buckets in a given day, mm-hmm. that you can go to sleep in your most like restful zone of contentment. And yeah. so, um, and, and it's been a pursuit of recognition over the past couple weeks yeah. where people ask me so much about how do you do all of those things? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just really like passionate about the things yeah. that I pursue yeah. and I love them and it doesn't feel like it's detracting from anything. It's adding to, but also setting the example from like the finance point. Like some people are like, I have to work nine to five. I'm like, okay, well, if that is something that you have to do, do it with passion. Yeah. Find what it is that like makes you so happy that you're there. Yeah. That it doesn't feel like it's, I'm only living from five o'clock to nine o'clock. Yeah. And part of that, it was me waking up earlier and knowing like, if I want to pursue this fitness component, mm-hmm. I don't have time to do it in the evening. After my kids wake up, yeah. it's pretty much gone for me. And that's where, you know, you're the example of moms. Like it's true. And it's not, yeah. it's not because we don't want those things. If anything, we want them even more when we don't have access to them, but it's, it's finding the grit to wake up early enough, not to know that it pours into me so much for the rest of my day. So I would love and just encourage people to find like those five priorities in your life. Like what are they that you really want to pursue? And it's not going to be those. And maybe it is because those are kind of like big umbrellas of what falls in that finances for me is like my, my hat when I wear at work that like I get paid there. (laughs) A lot of the other things that I do, I don't get paid for, but I love them. They fill my bucket in such other ways that then I can overflow to my kids. I can overflow to my fitness. I can overflow to my kitchen because I have the freedom and time to put into my food, which my husband would laugh if he heard me say that because really he cooks for me, which I'm what so an grateful awesome guy. For. So grateful for. Um, if, if you're looking for a tip to, to be and pursue a healthy marriage, cook for your wife, your mother of your children. You know, it's not a given these days that, that people know how to cook. Yeah. 
It's true. Okay, wait. Hold up. Before the episode continues, can you do a mic drop before the one-liner? I don't know if that's a thing, but I'm here to tell you about my girl Morgan with Heart Designs. Part of my passion is helping to illuminate the gifts within others. And this girl, y'all, she's a superstar. When it comes to all things digital marketing, from my PDF freebies to my website to logos or even event publicity, she's my go-to girl and she can be yours too. Go check her out now at www.heartdesigns.org. I mean, really, this podcast wouldn't even work if I didn't have her. Don't waste another minute. She'll be the mic drop to your dream. I know from experience. Um, so one of my one of my teacher clients, you know, I, I'm still learning um, sure. all the clients that we have um, because there's a lot of personalities, and you oh know, uh, stepping into uh, <laughs> Haley's uh, shoes was a huge challenge. Yeah, huge challenge from a, from a cultural standpoint because you know Haley is is a great trainer. Yeah, and she's a great person, a yeah. great leader. Totally. Um, but having to, you know, I have a different personality. Yeah. Um, and I have a different experience with burn. Sure. So having to step in was one of the more challenging things that I've ever had to do. But really, you know, trying to better and foster different relationships with clients yeah. has been a challenge because everyone is different. Mm-hmm. And, and how you approach people is, is obviously a, a little bit different. Like there are folks that you think you can have fun with and, and folks that you think, you know, it's a little bit more of a business standpoint and, and a little bit more of, you know, it's a respect standpoint. And, you know, I'm not saying that I've, I've been hundred percent successful with everybody. Yeah, um, it, it's a learning curve. It's a learning experience. But one of my teachers, um, she is a, a culinary uh, teacher. Cool. You know, she teaches, I'm not going to say home ec, but yeah. uh, she teaches, you know, people essentially how to cook. That's really cool. Kids how to cook, uh, like teenagers. And wow. it's not given these days that people know how to do anything yeah. in the kitchen. So true. And that's one of the things that I think is, is really kind of set us back as a generation and yeah. multiple generations. The fact that we don't know how to cook and prepare our own food. That's so good. We that's don't, so true. We don't understand necessarily what food is giving us and how food is working for us. Mm-hmm. So we're going out. We're making whatever choice that 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 markets to us that um, we desire. Yeah. Um, you know, there's that that big chicken contra- chicken sandwich controversy right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's all the rage right now. And everybody wants to try it. And yeah. by the way, Popeyes is sold out. I went there. I tried it. <laughs> That's um, awesome. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's it's like one of those things like right now, like, you know, we know that like maybe like a fried chicken sandwich with butter and mayonnaise on it's probably not the best choice right? for us. But we're so caught up in the moment of saying, Hey, I've got to try this that yeah. it's just like well, why do you want to try it? Like, what is it giving you? Like, right. how is this going to benefit your life? It's a very short-term reward for us, and we're not understanding the long-term value right. of, of cooking for ourselves, preparing meals, and and how how food is helping shape our bodies. So good. So we, um, yeah, at friend school, and it's one of the things that I am like so passionate about, and have helped cultivate that we have a, gar- a huge amazing garden that our mm. gardener has has brought to fruition but yeah. we also have a culinary space and so the kids are truly experiencing farm to table yeah. and composting awesome. their lunches and coming into yeah. the kitchen and like my kids preschool and kindergarten teacher they go to the kitchen almost once a week and they're cutting like they have that Montessori concept yeah. so they're using knives they're using glass they're awesome. using all of those things and not to mention we do it at home because my husband's in the kitchen all the time yeah. um, but I have my kids constantly asking 
asking questions, is this healthy? And yeah. it probably sounds bananas to like a person sitting next to us. Like, why, are, why is she making her children? Why are they creating this such a healthy like concept? And that's not what their brain is thinking. Yeah. But for us, I've had to teach that, yes, the donut tastes good. Mm-hmm. Yes, the cheeseburger, the hot dog, the french fries taste good. But that doesn't mean that they're good for you. And here's why. Yeah. And so luckily, we've been so blessed in the fact that they've been able to maintain a healthy enough diet that when they do steer off course for a long period of time, their belly's upset. And they're like, oh, I don't feel good. I'm like, yeah, well, unfortunately, that's like the signs of what you could have forever if you kept eating that way. And your body gets so complacent with this is what I have to eat that it doesn't know to starve for other things. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. It's a very hard thing to do um, from a child's mindset. But as an adult, you know, you know. Well, you know, but so here's here's kind of my problem a little bit with the fitness industry yeah. now too. Um, so now I feel like almost everybody has an, an Instagram account, and everybody sure. is a fitness coach, everybody's a health sure. coach, um, and there's a lot of language out there. There's a lot of uh, attitudes, a lot of uh, voices out there that are saying that certain things are bad for you. And I, I think we have an understanding that, that certain things are probably better for you than others. Sure. Um, but, you know, is there really a problem with something like a white potato versus a sweet potato? Sure. It, it's still coming from the ground. It, it's, you know, still giving you some good yeah. nutrients and benefits. We probably understand that a, that a white potato is probably not not the best choice when yeah. it comes to, to energy, either short term yeah. or long term. Nutrient rich versus nutrient rich, yeah. yeah. But we also probably understand in, in in the scope of things like that white potato is probably a better choice as something opposed to like mac and cheese. Totally, you know. Um, and and that's where like sometimes we are really as as different health coaches and fitness coaches and online personalities, we're demonizing a lot. Mm. And it there's there's some truth to some of what is being said, but there's also a lot of grandeur with the language in terms of how things are being interpreted. Yeah. And sure. that's where I think sometimes like you you need to see someone, speak to someone that that kind of understands health in a more either holistic fashion or more professional fashion. Totally. I agree with that because even just the concept and and you're stimming the surface of it, but it'd be this whole like rage around gluten-free, right? So like we consider ourselves gluten-free again, 80-20. Like if I'm going out and I want a burger and fries, I'm going for it. But there is, there's this whole stigma of why and what, who it works for versus who it doesn't work for. And you know, they have the eat right for your body type or your blood type. And like that actually has so much premise and truth Mm -hmm. Like it, people just don't do the research, so they see the taglines yeah. of what's working for fifty percent of people, and they think they're in that bracket. Yeah. So I do, I do totally agree with you that you need to go and find and actually search out somebody who's going to be able to give you insight to you individually versus just a blanket. Like, let me pull it off Pinterest and get this yeah. this recipe or meal plan for the next month. Well, someone asked me today, like, is is dairy good or bad for you? Yeah. Like, should I have dairy with everything that I'm doing? And yeah. I'm like. You know, realistically, that's a huge open-ended question. Yeah. Like, I'm not a registered dietitian. I can't tell you whether dairy is good or bad for you. Yeah. But here's what I know. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. there are probably some things that are better for you than others. Yeah. And everything in a balance is probably going to be a better source for you. But totally. realistically, you know, unless you're lactose intolerant, dairy might not be a bad choice yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. And so, again, yeah. I think everything in moderation. I was eating cheese 
every meal, no doubt. I yeah. love cheese. I'll put it on anything. Oh, like, yeah. Come on, sprinkle some on there. I'm yeah. good. And so I decided like three months ago I was going to go dairy free. Yeah. I wanted. I was doing it for skin purposes, not body purposes, because okay. I was already. I had already reached my body goals that I wanted. Yeah. And I wanted to know like what I was going to feel like. What if I was going to be able to do it? And now there are so many alternatives that there really are. You can. I have things that appear to be cheese <laughs> they look like cheese yeah but there there's so many different variations of what it mm-hmm. is like we had something last night we had jalapeno stuffed nacho cheese literally not your cheese but nacho cheese and bean dip inside these jalapenos and it was delicious where before yeah. we would put a big stick of cheddar cheese in there it was also delicious but yeah. it, just totally different so i'm thankful that at least there's enough like information out there and opportunity mm-hmm. to choose what makes sense for you during those different seasons of life and to say i'll never have cheese again no way i have cheese on a weekly basis but i would say i went three weeks no cheese at all yeah. and i will say that it did help my skin yeah. and i did feel like better and so it's i just think it's different for everyone just like our personalities are different that you're navigating yeah. well and i feel like too um i really love the fact that like as a society we're actually trying to steer away from meat as much now going like the beyond the burger or um excuse me beyond meat you know and having some some of these different options available um because you know i had someone ask me if if soy was was bad for them and and honestly where that soy is farmed there's there may not be anything wrong with soy the Asian cultures have been using soy in their foods for thousands of years yeah. and you know that they're okay yeah but yeah. that's the thing it may not be the right choice for you but right. a lot of these you know legumes and, and soybeans and and peas now are are coming kind of coming back yeah and it's really starting to open up a lot of opportunities and avenues for people to try different foods and kind of incorporate what different aspects of health could be totally So I really think like that is a great step in the right direction. Plus a lot of that stuff is going to be a little bit more sustainable for our planet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Which, you know, I I think that, that sometimes we, we tie politics into this, but I mean, I think, uh, someone kind of came up with, you know, this diet that, that really looks at, um, Let's say the population explodes. Yeah. You know, we're going to keep going up. Yeah. There's going to be more and more people sure. born. Every, sure. You know, at a certain point, like we're not going to be able to feed everybody. Yeah. So, so what is the alternative to that? Is it limiting and restricting everything, or is it maybe coming up with a new idea of what a diet could look like, what a diet could be? Yeah. And that's where I think you know we've done a really great job with now trying to farm and and source out some different options for people so that they can get protein, so that they can get good carbs, so they can right. get good fat with different right. things. Right. You're no longer limited. To just certain products and certain items there's a whole mess of different ideas out there and they're all great ideas absolutely which i think is so cool i mean and you've talked you've literally hit on so many components of like what your job is so you wear this you know whether it's your own title however you you go about doing that i I don't really try not to believe in titles and don't want that for people but um you have the mental component of this relationship experience and the mental of like, what are you bringing to the gym? What are you releasing in the gym? And then walking back out into your day-to-day life. Then you've got the physical component, but the physical component isn't just the fitness. It's what they're doing in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And then where do you tie in the spiritual piece for you? Or even I know like what I, like I said, that first time we were stretching, I was like, man, you could be a pastor. I'm like, okay. I remember that conversation. (laughs) I was impressed. And I went home and Morgan, who is my pastor and her husband, I was like, Oh my, gosh you're gonna love brett he's so great yeah and so and we had heard all the things and so yeah. we weren't sure what to experience i'm like i really like him 
in terms of spiritual aspect, you know, I think one of the things that, that sometimes we're missing is just that that sense of being, yeah. you know, and I think when you talk spirituality, it's it's not maybe just a singular faith, but it's a faith also in yourself, too. Mm. You know, we are a, a people that have been blessed with this opportunity to to live and experience life in the most uh, happy, joyous way that we can. Mm-hmm. And every opportunity and every choice that we make should, should steer us in that right direction. But sometimes we do need a little guidance, yeah. you know, and that's where I typically, for me, I, I tend to keep my faith a little bit more private. Yeah. I personally believe um, Jesus Christ, God, but realistically, I keep that inwards yeah. Yeah. because there are a lot of different cultures out there and a lot of different ideas out there. And my ideas may not be right for them, but I believe that, you know, morality comes from somewhere else yeah. and we find ideas, we find uh, spiritual ideas that help us sometimes bridge the gap to why we do things yeah. or why we believe certain things or why we, why we essentially, I was hoping that's not mine. Uh, why, why we do certain things. Right. Um, I'm going to be honest, growing up, I was never very spiritual. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you sometimes grow up, my, my grandfather was part of the church. Yeah. You know, we still went to church, but I almost kind of resented it a little bit. Yeah. And I think as you grow older, you start to really, you start to really question things. And when you don't have answers, you really start to look inwards and you start to, to almost feel certain things and you start to believe and you start to have this passion again for, for why certain things are are, are happening in the right way. And I think, you know, as I've gotten older, I've become a little bit more spiritual because I've started to, to bridge the gap to what I'm thinking, how I'm feeling with, you know, why I do certain things. And I tie it all back to, um, we grew up Catholic, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I tried a couple churches around here, some of the modern churches, and I don't know that I get yeah. into this. I kind of like the yeah. the the, uh, traditional. the traditional type yeah. stuff. But you know, I think it we're looking for a message and we're looking for a meaning. And I think you know, it's it's that kind of stuff that gives us that spiritual kind of guidance, that yeah. spiritual kind of uh, faith to fill a hole that sometimes we're missing. Yeah. So for me, like I try to attach myself to things that that show meaning, express meaning, and I hope that people. I don't want to come across as like being like too uh, too rebel rousing or anything, but yeah. I, but I, I hope that people can draw that own connection in their life to something that means a little bit more yeah. to them. No, and I think that like definitely is a huge like umbrella. And when you're yeah. when you speak, it was by no means like pinpointing any faith yeah. or um, and that's a hard thing to do. So yeah. to have like your own personal thing, but then to offer it out there overall in a sense of just love and a sense of like gratitude and a sense of being like, you know, you guys showed up today and I hope that like when you leave the doors that you show up for the rest of your day in whatever capacity that means. And so that motivational speaking, which, you know, has a bad rap sometimes, but it really is important for people. Um, it's important for us to be able to come to a place and have that release. And sometimes there, that's all they got. Like yeah. you might be the only touch point for them to go a little deeper beyond their fitness and beyond their mental yeah. health and like tap into that. Interesting that he just said that. And so I've found my own self like reflecting on things that you've said. So I know burn sisters are probably going to be watching this for them so. to have that same, you know, that same experience with you. So I'm grateful that you like brought that energy into the gym and, and all the other girls, all the trainers have their own sense of motivation, and yeah. their own sense of spirituality um, that I really appreciate. Yeah. 
sure. but it's just been neat. Um, and I wasn't sure how it was going to be like with a male influence. And my dad was like, has always been my, my rock when it comes to fitness. Yeah. He was like the original gold's gym guy. Like, yeah. the, you know, the tanks that like, don't uh-huh. like, basically you're not wearing anything. No, yeah. the shorts, which he still wears to this day that he might as well not also not be wearing uh-huh. whitey tighties at that point. Yep. Um, and like just ripped. I mean, just, he was a bodybuilder. Like yep. that was always his thing. And so when you came in, I'm like, Oh man, this is so cool. It's like my dad though we're the same age but I'm like this is yeah. great to have him as my trainer again to have those sense of qualities mm-hmm. that I know one day is going to be amazing for your your husband or your husband your wife and children yeah. to be that in a home for someone it's just really cool so I'm grateful for you for sure I appreciate that very I wanted much. to ask one more question yeah. around the um the hat of of mental health and mm-hmm. exploring all of these different um personalities yeah. as you're walking through the gym like um, I never thought of it from the perspective that you have to do all of that at one time. Yeah. Like, so just to high five, for example, when we start working out in the morning, the first thing that they do while we're doing our warm up is the personal trainers go around and high five every single person, yeah. sometimes by name, which is always very impressive, especially at 5 a.m. Um, mm-hmm. But when you're, you make that point of contact to say, like, I see you, I see that you showed up, that's amazing. But even like a simple high five for 20 different women can come off totally different. It does. How in the world did you navigate that from like a interpersonal experience? How did you gauge that? How long did it take? Um, it's it, constantly evolving, yeah. you know, because I think you can definitely, once you, body language is something that I, I'm sometimes pretty keen on and mm-hmm. you think you can, you can kind of read people's energy yeah. and it, sometimes I, I struggle actually to, to really understand like, is it me? Yeah. Sure. Or like, is she just having a bad day or is he having a bad day? Um, or is it just not their personality? Yeah. What's, what's strange to me is that like, you know, we started with high fives and it was a very weird experience, but it makes a lot of sense because you're connecting people, you're connecting yeah. energy with people. Yep. Um, you're connecting thoughts, ideas, but you're also connecting, um, just like I said, love yeah. more than anything else. Yeah, totally. Um, I see you. I respect you. Thank yeah. you for being here. Yep. But you know that that sometimes like that's not what everybody needs. That's not what everybody's there for. Yeah. And when people leave burn and they go to a group X class and yeah. they're like, hey, yeah, I went for high fives and people looked at us strange. <laughs> It, like it comes across as being like, okay, what we do here is special, yeah. which is which is great. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a constantly evolving thing because like you and I, like we might high five, and by the way, yeah, <laughs> uh, we might we might really get it. And I, I have folks that like lo- try to break my hand; they're yeah, just excited to sure. see me, which is cool. <laughs> and I have folks that, that that sometimes it's just a little tap, yeah. And, yeah. and they're very quiet and to themselves. And I don't know if I make them uncomfortable. I don't yeah. know if they're just they're just here, and, sure. th- and that's that's the best that they can do. Sure. I don't know if if this whole experience is just a little scary for them, and, yeah. and maybe. It's not for them, but they're trying. Yeah, yeah. So that sometimes is a real big struggle for me, and I take it personally, and I'm just like, is it me? Yeah. But to that aspect, too, like I can't let it get me down because as – like I've always kind of said that I've – I've also been told this too, that I've got kind of like the showman voice, like yeah. the, the announcer voice. And it's always like, you know, I tried out for uh, 
I used to teach like Les Mills, like body combat, body pump and all cool. that stuff too. Yeah. And I tried out to be a trainer. I went through some, some high end, uh, courses and whatnot and they were just like you know you kind of come across as an entertainer and it's almost like a little fake oh no and you know i really thought about that for a little bit and i just kind of realized that you know for me like when i get in front of people it's a role that you play absolutely and sometimes like no matter if you're having a bad day and i have bad days yeah you know no matter if someone else is having a bad day and their energy is just kind of leaking over to you or If something's really going on in your life, you can't let other people see that because they're here and you've got to give them the very best experience that you can. You've got to hide everything. You've got to put that hat on and you've got to get to work. Man, that's tough. That's a tough role to play. So it is. I, I have come into like a new zone within the last three years of really being vulnerable enough to show up in that emotion yeah. because I feel like my whole twenties and my whole life, really, I was so good at putting on a smile and I was so good at like coming to the table strong. Like yeah. I got you, I got you. We're, we're going to yeah. do this. And meanwhile, breaking right. And yeah. having those moments of hurt and pain and not being able to share it eventually with anyone. Yeah. And so, you know, I totally respect that. I'm sure you have your inner circle that those, you know, emotions are being able to be shared yeah. with that then you can come to a space and and wear that hat. But I have had a couple of experiences that I would challenge you with that have literally been life altering where I'm a business coach um, in addition to the, you know, wellness concept, but it's a business opportunity that people come to the table and I help pursue their passions and purpose and like give them a leg up on all things business. And initially I had a really hard time because I didn't think that it needed to have any sort of faith component to it. I'm like, you know, any spirituality, like the people do their own thing and came to the table and I was just walking through some really dark times and came to the table and someone was just like, Tamara, you seem a little off. And I just lost it. I like cried right at the table. I'm sitting at the head seat and I was like, you know what guys? Like, I think this is my opportunity to be completely authentic with you that like, this is struggling. This business component is hurting. My personal life is struggling here. And you guys always see me with a smile. And yet I need you to know that it is hard work. And so you showing up to the gym, even in that authenticity or that vulnerability and be like, guys, I'm a little out of sorts today. So, you know, I apologize if I seem out of whack, but I've got some stuff going on. It's important for us as the people you're training to know that maybe you need an extra high five. Maybe you need that extra thought at the end of our workout. And it's very different. It's surely a different experience. But I would appreciate that because I know from walking through it that you're not all smiles and entertainment every single day. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, life can can ebb and flow high and low a lot. And I think, you know, one of the things that I've always tried to be respectful of is people's time. Yeah. You're making the effort to, to come here and improve sure. your life. It's, sure. it's, it's not about me and how I'm feeling. It's yeah. about how I can help you yeah. get to that place. But, but I, there is a lot to say about, you know, sharing yeah. and, and experiencing life together, yeah. you know, and, and some people may not resonate with that, Yeah, sure. but totally. you know, there will be a lot of people that may respect you better for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think once we can sometimes, you know, connect with people on a more open and vulnerable level and, yeah. and make stronger connections, we can forge uh, better relationships, not just with people, but with their families, with the community. And I think one of the things that, that almost has happened over the last 
four years, eight years, yeah. you know, the whole political system. Like we have really fragmented a lot. And I think people more or less are looking for differences these days in each other instead of looking for commonalities. Yeah. And instead of looking to bond, we're looking to, to divide. So I think, you know, the more that we can connect and be vulnerable and, and understand that we may have differences, but we're all here together yeah. and we're all here to improve our lives and do this and do that, the better we're going to end up being. Yeah, I totally agree. And to know, and you are, I think, cognizant of this, is that everybody who walks on that mat, no matter what time of day, yeah. like we all have a life going on. Yeah. And generally speaking, there's the highs that we could bring yep. on the mat or there's the extreme lows. Yeah. And I've surely worked out and been in tears trying to mask it while I'm yeah. trying to just put the weight together to get the next rep going. Um, but it's so important for that connectivity piece for us to be able to know and see like, oh, wow, they're just as real as me. Oh, wow, they splurged yesterday. Yeah. And, and that was one thing I always loved about um, Haley and Krista is they're always just like, you know, Sunday is my cheat day. Like, let's go out. Let's get yep. together. Let's yep, go yep, hang yep. out. And like that allows other people the the example to be like, oh, wow, they had that day. They could experience yep. it. And yet they're there Monday through Saturday paying for it the next week. Yeah. Um, so it's it's definitely a fine line to walk. And I am like not envious of the fact that you have to trudge all of I never honestly thought of it from that perspective like all of the you're kind of like walking on stones all the time well you, you know you, you tiptoe around things yeah. certain times but at the same point too you sometimes you gotta stride yeah you know you uh I think sometimes you know my energy really is gonna help set the camp and I, you know I don't know if you've traveled to other burns but yeah, I have. you know I, I like to think that like every location like you're gonna have a great experience wherever you go yeah, yeah. But we know that's not universally true. Right. We know that we we might connect differently with different trainers. I know that people have connected differently with Haley versus me. Yeah. People connect with Krista over sure. me. Uh, sure. I think I think Krista's hilarious. Yeah, by she's way. hysterical. Um, people connect with Rachel. Rachel's very down to earth. Yeah. I love Rachel. Yeah. Um, but people connect differently to trainers, and and sometimes like uh, that's okay to connect yeah, differently with 100%. trainers. But have you ever been to like a Group X class or a burn? Hopefully not a burn boot camp yeah. experience. But like the energy was just dead. Yeah. And you felt like that workout just took forever yes. and it wouldn't end and that's the thing like as a, as a trainer as a coach as a, a group exercise instructor you have to lead with passion you have to lead with energy yeah. and that's where like for me like i have to whenever i step on i put that microphone yeah. in my hand i'm like I, I got to give them the very best experience. I can't yeah. mail this one in. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I very much appreciate that. And especially to do it day after day and yeah. morning after morning. Well, you touched on it. You know, you have to live with passion. You, you, yeah. you're not here to just make money and, and buy yeah. things and die. You're, yeah. you're here to, to, to essentially change the world. Yeah. You're here to go out and, and help others reach their passion and reach their goals because this is a shared experience yeah. and what we do with passion people take from that yeah it's so good and i love that because sometimes i think i'm a little nutty when i'm like having conversations with people that i have i literally want this concept of impact i want to change the world yeah. and, and people don't always receive it but everything each person is doing no mm -hmm. matter what their job is no matter what they're put, putting their passion into and it's not necessarily a job maybe you don't even get paid for it yeah. you are a ripple effect for change yeah positive or negative and that's up to us in order to choose what that positivity or negativity Absolutely. like slant looks like. And so let's hope that it's more people in the positive realm than it is in the negative. <laughs> Absolutely. But like 
to change the world. Like I just love such big words, but it's so true that every person has that capacity. Yeah. You can do it. And so wherever you are, I'm so pumped that you tuned in. Thank you Um, very much. Mind, body, and soul, like so much goodness in everything that you do and bring to the table. And I'm grateful that I get to train underneath you. I'm grateful to have you as a client. Yeah. Thank you. It's been fun getting to know you today. And if you guys want to know more about Brett, before we get off, I do want him to share about Commit to Fit because it's my home gym. It's where I have grown to love and find my best self in my body, both mentally and physically. And I've been there. I'm about to hit my two-year burn birthday. Woo-woo, burn anniversary. I'm about that. So tell about Commit to Fit and how they can jump on. So Commit to Fit is our six-week challenge. It starts on September 3rd. It's $99. You're going to get unlimited camps. We have complimentary child care. Uh, we're actually adding a camp time. So we're going to be at... 10 to 11 camps every wow. single day, Monday through Friday. Uh, Saturdays, we have 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Um, you're going to work one-on-one. You're going to work in groups with very, very positive people. You're going to have focus meetings with trainers that, that know a lot about nutrition. They can help you uh, either with maybe some recommended food choices or some behavior patterns. You're going to work in a state-of-the-art facility where the floor is actually uh, filled with like rubber blocks, and it's very, very light and springy and very, very easy on your joints. And you know, you're going to have this amazing opportunity to empower yourself to really take back and make your health and your fitness a priority. So we have a limited number of spots. I think we're down to like under 30 at this point. We have signups going up through September 3rd. We've extended it out a little bit. And we would love, if you're listening to this, to have that opportunity to maybe change your life. Maybe change your life for six weeks, maybe further. I mean, take a little courage and just go for it. That's good. And if it, there's on the wall, it says, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. Absolutely. And it's so true to know that your change in your own personal self can have the impact to change the world. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So, so good. Again, awesome. Join us for Commit to Fit. It's a six-week program for 99, yep. right? Um, so for all the people going back to school, your kids are in a space that you now have the availability to jump in. Um, we look forward to seeing you. I'm there at 5 a.m., so get your booties out of bed and come hang out. You guys see keep ya. moving, keep improving, keep burning. We'll see you guys soon. Hey, y'all. I hope in today's episode you sense an ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your wholeness journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at Fit and Faith with the hashtag Fit and Faith Podcast so I can help you stay accountable. We're in this together, right? community over competition is the motto. I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. Let's fuel the flame and share the gift of wholeness with everybody. Until next time, cheers to your health and happiness. There's no better way to start your day than spending time in God's word and in prayer. Don't know where to start? We have a free daily prayer podcast created to help you do just that. The Your Daily Prayer podcast delivers a thoughtful, devotional, and timely prayer to you seven days a week. Gain inspiration, faith, and encouragement with daily messages in 10 minutes or less. To start listening now, search Your Daily Prayer on your favorite podcast app or visit lifeaudio.com.